1: A Dear Media Original Podcast.
0: Hello, welcome to Wine Face, where we're breaking down everything the experts know about wine in a fun, digestible, and accessible way because wine is for enjoying and wine is for everyone. I'm your host, Helen Johannesson, from Helen's Wines in beautiful Los Angeles. California driving over here for this episode. It was really hot in my car. You roll down the windows. It's cool breeze. It's like LA heaven this time of year. Kinda winter, kinda wanted to snow. Sky, my son knows what snow is just from books. Okay. Today is way too exciting to get into my small talk banter. It's, I am super stoked today to have, and I'm gonna air quote if you're just listening to this, TikTok's older sister on today. Tinks. Tinks is an LA-based influencer for her massively popular TikToks, her relatable content, deep cut opinions, which is kind of my personal favorite part about this woman, relationship advice, and her podcast, It's Me, Tinks. And I'm sure like a billion other cool shit she has going on that maybe she can't talk about yet, but I know it's all coming. She's in it. Welcome to my world Thanks. Thank you so much for having me. It is truly an honor to have you on because I feel like you are a woman who you manifest, you speak your mind, it's like real feminism in action. Thank you. That's so nice. I mean it's true. I feel like I, like most of the world, more recently got to know you, right? Because Yeah, it's pretty recent.
1: It's pretty new. But thank you. That's very kind. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you for all the good bottles that I've gotten. All of the times I've snuck in. Can we talk about how everyone who works at Helen's Wines is hot? (laughs) And it's like I go in and I feel like I have to put makeup on to go. I never, I don't wear makeup to the gym, but I do when I go buy wine at your shop.
0: a little bit of blush. Well,
1: yeah, because I genuinely feel like John and Vinny's the Fairfax one, that one. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, I think that is the Abercrombie of today (laughs) in that I feel I want to go hang out there, but I feel intimidated. Because I feel like I'm not that hot and it smells good. Yeah. Because I always like, I'm like, oh, God, I want a bottle of wine. And I'll go and I'll drive in the back. And then I I walk in and I'm like, who's it going to be? And they're always hot.
0: Oh, my gosh. I mean. And knowledgeable. I've never had a bad bottle of wine. Just for the record, I do not hire based on looks. We're blindfolded. But I feel like Fairfax, they take that streetwear shit to another level. You know
1: why? It's because anybody who opts into working in wine is like automatically hot because they, because they yeah no it's true because they it's like Julia Child said people who love to eat are always the best people and that's mm. true and it's also true with like wine people like you're just a good person you figured it out you figured out life like it's just it's good. So maybe that's why they're all hot.
0: I really love your opinion on this because <laughs> I feel like it's not my experience. Like when I started, I worked for someone who was like 100% not hot. Really? And maybe it was because he had the wrong attitude about wine. This person Was really bitchy? Like bitchy and just like really grumpy and yeah. stinky and like not hot from the inside yeah, out. Yeah, that's bad.
1: I want to end up with a hot winemaker. Like I could set you up. Yeah, I have a boyfriend. That was a bad thing for me to okay, say. We're not but not setting anybody up. You out. know what I mean? <laughs> and I actually took him to Helen's Wines like one of the first nights that he was staying over and I was like, I really want a bottle of wine and I had just come back from a trip. Mm. So I didn't have any in my house, which is, well, actually I had shitty wine. And you know when like sometimes you're in the mood, sometimes you can do like a shitty bottle that someone brought you and sometimes you're like, you have a specific taste in your mouth you where craving. you're like, I need that type of wine and I was like let's go and I looked like shit and I made him go in and then when he got back (laughs) in the car I was like did anyone hit on you? (laughs) Wait what kind of wine does he like? He doesn't know he's I'm not trying to put him on blast but he's like red wine and I'm like okay and I throw my hands up I don't know a lot either but I know what I like and I feel like you know more than the average person about wine. Probably, yes. but And I'm not being rude to him. He would say that himself. Or you have like, an
0: opinion, which I think is like half the battle. Yes. I'm just like, just take a stand and I'll help you from there.
1: Yeah, because he was like, what kind do you want? And I said, Nebbiolo. And he was yeah. like, what? And I was like, just say Nebbiolo. <laughs> just say a $60 bottle of Nebbiolo, babe. Wait, you're dropping knowledge bombs. I know. Like Nebbiolo, that's like up.
0: beyond beginner. That's beyond beginner. Thanks. I'm Yo, a picky bitch. When I go to eat every restaurant they give my husband the wine list it's so it's, rude it's really it's crazy, crazy. It's, it's wild and he kind of like always gets so uncomfortable and is like ha- throws his hands yeah. up and yeah. he's like i don't know anything
1: about wine yeah it's, i'm always like i'll taste it
0: yeah just be like give me the list give me
1: the list yeah
0: fairfax has a special place in our heart it's obviously like the og it opened on 420 it has yeah. the most mystery and allure and it's like the one that everyone wants to work at yeah. so when I go back there today, I'm gonna be like, "Hey, y'all! Congratulations on yeah. being awesome and hot
1: and nice." Yeah, <laughs> it's just the best in there, and I love how that room, the back little wine cellar room, is cooler because I'm always overheated yeah. as I wear this big jacket. I know, but, I was like, wondering. It's yeah, it's really great, and you, I really appreciate in today's world curation. Yeah, because there's so much shit out there that mm. when someone is an expert in something it really turns me on. And when I feel like I can trust a brand or a person or whatever, an establishment completely, that's just worth its weight in gold to me because Mm. there's so much shit out there. And we don't don't have unlimited time. We don't have unlimited money. So when I can genuinely go into a place and say, I'm going to be taken care of here, that's a very rare thing. And that's why you're successful because you do a good job. Thank you. I
0: think it's just cutting to the core of like, the ethics of good business right like everyone tries to be this like mercurial monster sometimes of yeah. like I can be this and I can be that yeah I think you just have to be true to yourself you yeah for the longest time when we opened Helen's people kind of just were like what are you doing they like didn't get it right they were like where's Camus?" and I was like "Camus yeah. can literally go fuck itself." sorry Camus. Yeah. I'm yeah. not trying to build an enemy but yeah I think curation and sticking to your guns mm-hmm. is something it's like crucial yeah let me ask you when you bought
1: that bottle of
0: Nebbiolo mm-hmm. Did you have it with food or just sip?
1: I just drank it. What kind
0: of wine glass did you use?
1: A big one. I I love a big, huge. Like a bowl. I love a bowl. That could
0: like shatter if you look at it. A
1: hundred percent. Yeah. I have.
0: Put it near the cat's fountain. Exactly.
1: (laughs) I have broken so many wine glasses. I love a huge. I have many different wine glasses. I have my like day to day clunky, like normal. I have my. Do you say it, Riedel, Riedel, yeah, Riedel, Riedel whatever. whatever. I have those yeah. ones, but I never use them because I, again, I look at them and they break. I have my Estelle colored glass. So those beautiful. are beautiful. What by, color do you have? I have green, oh, and I love them choice. so much, and they look so beautiful. But I like them more for summertime because it's a lighter green. Yeah. Um, but I love a massive Me for too. red wine, like huge, uh. huge. However, I also think it's very chic to drink wine out of the shorter Duralex. Yeah, glasses. just a, like
0: a tumbler, just like a
1: tumbler, like
0: depends on the wine, though, like a nebbiolo the needs the bowl. So we're talking about I burgundy glasses yeah. so is the technical yes. name. Yes. Last night I put my glass of wine and a burgundy glass and I put Alex's, my husband's wine in like this vintage glass. And he was like, yo, what is happening? He was yeah. like, you get the ball. I was like, I
1: wasn't even thinking, babe. I'm yeah. so sorry. Yeah, it just matters so much. It just it really does. Like the glass is everything to me.
0: What is, like, my appreciation, because you spend time in Europe, the wine glass scene is so much more on point in Europe than it is here. It like, is. Like, they really yeah. just take it to the next level they of, like, precision. The next,
1: yeah elegance it's so chic it's like so clean it's I just I love it I just
0: love the German Riesling glasses with the green stem and the white top you go so to beautiful also, yes, I love best. Riesling
1: I gotta say
0: what <laughs> really <laughs> dry or sweet dry me too it's so good I think people misunderstand Riesling they do
1: they think it's sweet and it's like I mean I hate sweet wine so I couldn't but I love like a good dry Riesling Oh, my God. What are your favorite wines now that we're going? Because you know way more about wine. I love for red. Well, so I think it's so funny. I don't know if that's true, that folklore, that like your taste buds change every seven years. Yeah, but maybe. mine have changed so much. Like I used to be the biggest Pinot drinker. Like that's all I would touch. I lived in Northern California, California. And I was just like hammering pinots. <laughs> now they like turn my stomach almost. Really? Yeah. Now oh I'm God. like Nebbiolo, Sangiovese is what I would always go for in a red. Really, those two. A Cab Franc, maybe. What else do I like? I'm very into like a juicy red right now, like something juicy that's juicy and, and, and textured. And and textured, yeah. And then I lo- I'm like every other basic bee. I love orange wine right now. I really do. So basic. Give me a pet nat, give me some yeah. skin contact. Oh my God, I just fucking, (laughs) that's all I did this summer was like slurp down orange wine. I like love it, love it, love it, love it. I
0: feel like the impetus for you coming on this podcast was- you posted some wine. I couldn't remember. I was trying to think about it. It was either like an orange wine or a rosé. And I think I DM'd you like, girl, you can, no, don't do don't it. Drink don't drink that. Don't drink that. But I can't remember. I can't remember what it was. But it was what like it was. a long time ago, like maybe two years ago. Yeah. It was a while ago. Yeah, I think and, I remember
1: that. Yeah. But now,
0: it wasn't like you were like, I love this bottle. Yeah. But I feel like you do have really good taste in wine, and I was like, weird how that started. Ugh. And then I'm like, sometimes I'm like, do should I even cross that line? Hell yeah, you should. I was like, I gotta help this
1: girl. Like, yeah. so I was just like, let me. No, you should always.
0: Dude, orange wine is crazy because it's like the oldest tradition of making wine. Yeah. But so many people think it was just invented. I know.
1: They're like, it's a new thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I love like a, a little effervescent. A little spritz. Yum. A little- I- accidental secondary fermentation
1: I love a chilled red I fuck I me up love, love a chilled red it's always chilled red season it's at a, my house oh my god a chilled red is just like it's I chill every to red me. yeah same almost I put
0: every red wine in the fridge and like open it that way yeah and then just kind of let, it, just temp let up. it go yeah. yeah what's like your favorite wine dining experience doesn't have to be in LA
1: like oh. what's the ultimate at home going out to me, having a glass of wine while you cook is, like, one of the things that separates us from the animals. Yeah. Like, that, <laughs> that feeling of, like, you pop open a bottle, got your frickin' whatever, Le Creuset out, yeah. and you're about to go ham, you're about you're to chop. You're gonna some shit. That, to me, is, like, one of the most meditative, unbelievable experiences. Or I love—and I love wine in a restaurant, of course, but it's just, like, something about—I almost— Am I going to regret things? I don't know. I don't mm. know. I'm going to say it anyway. I almost not prefer, but I appreciate wine more at home. Mm. Or like to me, wine is way more – like if I had to say, I would say I like wine at home better and I have a cocktail out better. Because the act of someone making me a cocktail is like that's great to do at a bar whatever, but like home – and me and my girlfriends do this thing called Never Ending Sundays. And mm. we start like at my house always, and we always have orange wine in the summer or, or white wine. And then we, you know, in, in the winter, we do red, we have the fire on, whatever. And it's like to share a bottle of wine with people in your home yeah. is like otherworldly to me. It's transcendental. And I love it so much.
0: Well, it's like the ultimate in. The welcoming mm-hmm. idea of hospitality. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And to me, hospitality always has to spill into your home first. Yes. And then you understand warmth and connectivity and yes. like, bringing
1: people in. Yeah, exactly.
0: I think a lot of people are intimidated though by at home entertaining. It's like yeah. they don't want to fuck up or they don't want to make the wrong move. Or I go to so many houses and it's like gets awkward before it gets better.
1: I, yeah, I think that it's just all about nerves. In that sense, I'm really l- feel lucky that I grew up in London because, like, the people think of like England and, okay, there's all formal. And yes, that's true. But, like, in the echelon where I grew up or whatever it is, like, People were just always having people over in this incredibly casual way, and it was like, "Oh, you're staying for dinner. Let me throw some pesto pasta on, and let me open a bottle of wine." It was like, and I saw this, and I and my parents are like super American, like clinical, sterile, like, "Oh, everything has to be perfect before you come in the door." And I would see the difference between my friend, and I'm making mass generalizations here. I, I get that. I but feel you though. For me, yeah. I saw my friends' parents entertain in this incredibly casual, off-the-cuff way, and I always thought, like, "That's what I want," and that how I try to make my house where I'm like it's always a mess but I always have wine and I always have like a steak in the freezer just in case and I always have pasta like a sauce like my mom always said like as long as there's enough to drink no one will care and it's true Literally it's true. should be put on a t-shirt. Right? Like, as long as there's enough to drink. Like, that. that's the only time when I remember being, an, like, not, not annoyed, but, like, looking around when I'm at someone's house is, like, if there's no more or wine or if there's no more drinks. Or if you have so, to ask. If you have to ask. I'm not even finished opening the door. I'm, like, white or red or can I make you a martini? Yeah. Like, whatever. Like, you just have to like keep people watered and they're good. I get people the first one and then in my house I always set up like a little station.
0: Perfect. And I'm like, here you go, here's your station. Yeah, just take it. I don't really, like, there's always way too much because yeah. I'm like, I don't, my mom is, I love you mom. My mom is such like a drink cop. Like yeah. she's watching everyone. Yeah. If she sees people go for a certain number. She's like, they're an alcoholic, Yeah. they got a problem. Yeah. yeah. And it's never entertaining at my house growing up was always just like, there's just enough food there's right. ju- and
1: it was always yeah. not abundant I feel I, like I, I love abundance love I'm Over I'm like top. a glutton too yeah. I'm like very I secretly want like every time someone comes to my house to like drop something off I want it to turn into some bacchanalian event with like (laughs) you know like drugs and like wine spurting from my pool and stuff (laughs) so I'm like always got to be prepared you know always got to be prepared it just so happens that I'm defrosting a steak Mm, we've got oysters caviar literally I do like to have caviar in the fridge too I'm like well it has such a long shelf life just have it have it Yeah. yeah have a good a really good hunk of parm like yeah. in the fridge. Solid. In just Reggiano, as you have a, aged. a For sure. A jar Plus of pecorino. Pesto, you're fine. See, I'm
0: like, if I can make e Pepe like that, done. We're, it's, it's all easy. Good. Yeah. I feel like you have so many hot tips for entertaining. Do you think you'll ever bleed it more into what you're like?
1: Yeah, I would love to. I think you should. Because I think there's a whole generation of millennials who are really hard on themselves and really especially women are like traumatized from like the girl boss era and they think everything needs to be perfect and they feel kind of caught in between the perfection of like the boomer era where it was all like everything has a napkin and a place and whatever mm. and the complete chaos of gen z and millennials are like but how do i enter t- i don't know like you know we're all just a little bit off so i'm if i would love to i would love to share it because I think that's, like, the best thing that we can do is, like, gather around the table together. It's yeah. really, again, just what life is about.
0: It's crazy. So I'm technically, like, the oldest a millennial could be. Okay, okay. 39. And the girl boss era was, like, just people who are a little bit older than me. Yes. And, like, I watched it happen as I, like, partnered with these two men and, like, started building this business with them. Yeah. And it's really interesting that you put that because I felt, like, so alienated from it. I was like, yeah. wait, I am doing all these things, but, like, no one counted me because yeah. I wasn't doing it without the two chefs i partnered right, with. Right, It's really awful. I don't know. We're segue,
1: but, like, yeah, no, I hated it. I feel like a lot of women felt very left out from that narrative yeah. and were doing it in different ways that didn't necessarily match, like, the the archetype, but... They were still doing it, and they just felt very left out, which is shitty. And I, I honestly, my take on it is that the girl boss era was written about by men, yeah, and shaped by men, funded by men, funded by men. So yeah. it was like it wasn't actually bringing us women together. It was actually just making it more like scarcity mindset and like elbows out vibes, and that's bad. Yeah. So it's very bad. Yeah.
0: Okay, wait. So wine. Little segment I like to call you bring I bring. Okay, we each brought a wine. Mm-hmm. Ironically, I brought a Pinot. <laughs> okay, well I'll like it. I Maybe mean. not. It's from Burgundy. Okay, but let,
1: I'm gonna let's open them and we'll taste them. What? Tell me what you brought. I brought this Lorenzo. Um, it's a really beautiful white. My friend Michelle, she, with her mom, started this wine company and they have an amazing rosé, which I would have brought because I actually. I'm very picky about my rosé now, and they have a really, really fantastic rosé. But I didn't have it because I drank it all, and it's also <laughs> um winter now. So I brought this white, but she's just a really cool girl. I met her recently. and I, She is
0: stunning.
1: She's a she's beautiful striking. model. She's like, literally she's, a model. Is she a model? Because yeah. I
0: met her recently as well at this uh, Westbourne thing. Do you wait, know Camilla?
1: Wait, Westbourne? Yeah. That's really crazy. Okay, so – when I lived in New York, Westbourne was still a restaurant. Yeah, and I used to go every Saturday with no, my girlfriends. No. Like every Saturday morning for two years, I would have this specific dish of Brussels sprouts with a poached egg on top. They are amazing, and I used to love it. And like during that time, I was really obsessed with moving back to California, and it was California inspired. Yes, their menu, whatever. And so I was very would go work in there, have coffee. They had great coffee, and then it closed in the pandemic. And I was everybody had one restaurant closure or something that they just took very hard and yeah. that was mine because I was like, I mean, obviously the restaurant industry was is just sadly decimated in the pandemic, but everyone had one where it was just like, come on, why? Like you really took well, that, like, that from just, me. Like I just like, I was just like, Fuck this shit! Like so angry. (laughs) I loved it. It New York had a lot more than L. A. Though. New York, like so
0: many heartbreaking, from like the Chinese restaurant near my mom's house to like that we went to for twenty years. It's like so sad. Wait, you know Camilla Marcus? But then she
1: lives here now. And it's so crazy. We're talking about this because this week we got sent a lovely package of Mm -hmm. snacks, and they were, as no surprise to me, absolutely phenomenal. And she's so cute and just makes fantastic things. And that's the thing is if you're talented and if you have something to give, you will find a way to do it. And it, sometimes life takes terrible turns, but you find a way yeah. to make lemonade out of lemons. For me, the Pickpool. Pickpool's is really cool. I feel like people don't really know much about the Pickpool grape. So if I was at home, I would have this with a lot of ice. That's the other thing about me is I drink all my white wine with ice and yeah. my rosé.
0: That's fine. But
1: not my orange. I don't like, I don't like, cheers.
0: Orange wine, it would dilute the texture.
1: I don't like that at all.
0: This smells great.
1: Oh, it's great. It's so drinkable. It's really pretty. It's so, it's such an elbow wine. It's elegant, yeah. (laughs) I am a wino. I'm like, I don't know anything about wine. I'm like, the grape? (laughs) I know. You're like, listen, so I just uncorked this. Well, I, I, you know, I lived in the Bay. You must have grown up with wine. It, mm, no. Like, not really. I, I lived in the Bay Area for eight years, and there are wine people. And I was, like, a member yeah. of a wine club scribe. They used to have a really cute little tasting room in um, Healdsburg. Mm. And there was this shop called – I think it was called Shed – and it was this amazing attach that we used to go to healdsburg on the weekends we go wine tasting a lot and that's where i really loved it do you miss it or do you love la oh my god i miss it so much i
0: miss a lot of places not la i I usually don't miss LA everywhere apart from here Like, how do we get out of la (laughs) i
1: yeah it's so tough because it's like it's given me so much and i i get how annoying it must be for people who are from la to have all these transplants come and then be like this sucks and also I like opted into like the most chaotic neighborhood with like a career in the most chaotic, like full of the most annoying people. So I get it, it's not (laughs) LA's fault. But that having been said, it's, I don't miss it. I'm never like, hmm, you know what I really feel like? Sitting on the 405. All the time. The I'm kindness like, of the locals. Like yeah. it's not it's the connectivity of all the different neighborhoods. The vibrant cultural <laughs> ghosties.
0: Except what is cool, my husband's an artist, and like I see a whole side of LA that I think most people don't get to see, which is like real and authentic. And yeah. Like, and the being in hospitality, but our number one client is the entertainment industry. Yeah. So it's like we're automatically inbred with it yeah.
1: in a way. Well, everything is touched by entertainment here. This is so
0: good. It's the number one industry. It has to be. I don't know. Like I, imagine this with like oysters. I was going to say the whole tower, just the whole seafood tower. You know where
1: I love so found much? Found oyster. I'm going to get married there. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you? I'm literally going to get married there. Someone needs to have a birthday there and the maybe it's going to be me. The that I went there, I died and went to heaven because that is 100% my palate. Like I'm a yeah. seafood girly for life. I love anything it's perfect. raw.
0: It's The scallop tostada is heaven. Ari's amazing. Is that the founder? That's the chef founder. His wife Molly does the wine. She used to work with me. I love it. She, they're just like a power a culinary couple. They're from Charleston. They're so badass.
1: The trout dip, I my wedding cake will be made of the trout dip.
0: Clams with the fries? No, it's, it's just amazing. Like, it's out of control. It's
1: unbelievable. I also really love Dudley Market.
0: Yeah. That's great. Really great it's wines. It's fresh caught. It's and like they literally take their little boat I know, out.
1: I know. But the wines there are really awesome. It's really cool. And they're,
0: Taylor Grant their team the wine. is – They know what's women. up. I think women – do you think women have a better palate than men? As a Psalm who's done blind tasting, I really do think we have a better palate. Not better. I think like, that it's we, been
1: proven that women have more complex – kind of use of their senses. Isn't it? Yeah. Is, is it
0: proven? Yeah. I think it's true. Yeah. I don't know the facts. I but. always
1: say that, like, I want to have lots of different chapters. Like, I don't think life is linear. I think it's, like, modular. Yeah. And I really, really want to go to, like, something with food and, in like, in wine country, and just when I'm like sixty, mm-hmm. check out. I want to live on a farm so a bad. Farm. Same, like just you have no idea. I'm gagging for it. Yeah, take and me out to pasture. <laughs> it
0: might be too soon now, but in the right context, I keep telling Alex, I'm like, we just need to find where our farm will be. Yeah, I don't think I've been there yet.
1: Yeah, but my farm is in Santa Barbara. You think so? Next to Oprah. Pretty
0: close. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Montecito. Mike,
1: but it's going to be so big. But but you know,
0: the vibe in Santa Barbara is intense. Like, we went to a show at that outdoor bowl, and it was, like, a little heavy. Like, it's kind of...
1: I like that. Yeah, it's
0: a... It's a funky. It's a little funky. I like I that. didn't dislike it. I was like, I'm not ready for this yet.
1: You know what? I, I really am careful about what I say to LA because it is it is my adopted city and I'm grateful for it. But that's what I'm missing is the funk. And that's why yeah. I think I was so comfortable in San Francisco is because there's a real funkiness to the people there. This The San Franciscans... and It has that same energy vibe. It has that same energy vibe. Santa Barbara is kind of like that. It's just like... Do you feel like LA, I feel like people are too controlled here. People are way too
0: controlled. Like any event I go to, it's like, I feel like I'm wacky jumping out of my skin. For sure. I'm different. And then I'm like, no wonder it's not. People don't
1: eat and drink at the parties here. And I'm happy to say that all the live long day. Like if, if I go to influencer parties in New York and LA, they couldn't be more different. Or like even industry parties in New York. Like, people still will get fucked up and have a good time. Yeah. And they can loosen up. Like, I was at the variety New York party a while ago, and it was really fun. Like, people were slamming martinis and drinking and, like, stayed late and whatever. You would never get that in LA. Mm-hmm. People do not get fucked up here. No. They don't, like, party. They, or and if they do, or it's they're all doing, like.
0: they do, like, microdose mushrooms. Yeah. Or, like, or... they'll
1: take it to the club. But, like, Party, Like, I think a a true party is, like, one of the most beautiful things on the planet. And I love that. Should we
0: bring the party back to The art of the party. How do we bring... Well, there is a book that is called The Art of the Party. But it's about salad, I think. So we need to... (laughs) We
1: we need to rewrite that. Rewrite the art of the party. But people are just too, like, worried that someone's going to take their picture here. Like, that they're looking at you or whatever. And it's, like... Just have fun. Or record you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I don't worry about that for myself. I could see you are a much more well known person.
1: I get, I still get fucked up anyway. And people are like, oh, I saw you blacked out of the bar. And I'm like, good. It was a bar. What, what the fuck else was I going to do there? Yeah.
0: People feel scared. My husband and I talk about this all the time that feels like everything's so calculating like how to get ahead so
1: calculated and people only want to ha- yeah whatever we don't have to go into the yeah. negative side of things but but we love LA but yeah if the air is so clear right now yeah I'm trying to do less going out of to parties in LA because they make me sad and I want to yeah. do more fun dinner parties and I'm starting to do that and meet more of the like a newer crowd that I'm more interested in hanging with now who are just like That's great just into food and like just having real people fun and like it's yeah. so interesting i'm like gagging to sit down next to someone who's like i don't know a leather maker or like whatever
0: yeah okay so let's see how you feel about this pinot because it's not a california pinot it's made by benny larue you know why i brought this is because i feel like i had a feeling you like no i'm gonna medium like this plus. this is this is juicy it's a vibe Benny LaRue. He's just the best. If you ever drink white burgundy. I love white burgundy. It's my favorite wine. It's my unicorn wine. It's the one I would drink. I think I drink champagne and white burgundy the most. I drink so much champagne. It's
1: like, why don't more people drink champagne? Do you want to know champagne? my champagne rule? Yes. Okay. Yeah. My champagne rule is, and if you don't get this, I feel bad for mm. you. Is it good? Let it's so good. This,
0: the, It's so much better on the palate than the nose. Oh, I love this. Yeah, isn't that so good? Oh, I love
1: it. But wait, we need the champagne rule. Okay. Because I have my own – let's change the rules. If you are not drunk enough, drink champagne. (laughs) If you are too drunk, drink champagne. The reason being, it makes total sense. Open your minds, guys. If, if you go into a party and you're like behind everyone, whatever, you can slam a ga- glass of champagne in three seconds and you automatically feel bubbly, effervescent. Mm-hmm. It's the best drunk. Yep. If you are looking around and you're like careening around the room and you're like, I am blotto, like I am so wasted right now. You can sip a glass of champagne and it kind of settles your stomach, has mm. to be really, really cold. It has to be good champagne. has to be good, but it's like the perfect thing. Yeah. And always have a bottle of champagne in your fridge in case there's a special occasion. And sometimes the special occasion is that there's a bottle of champagne in your fridge. That's
0: my rule is we always have champagne in our garage fridge. Yeah. Always. And that there is no occasion, every day is an occasion to drink every champagne. Day is a, yeah. Like a Tuesday. It's all good.
1: I love champagne so much.
0: What's so sad is that I think a lot of people don't understand how good and affordable champagne could be. Like, they yes. get caught up in the Dom Perignon and the Vuv... Ve- like, Vuv is... Terrible champagne yeah. when you like do the bioanatomy of it, yeah. But like, I'd still drink it, I'm not yeah. gonna be like, no, don't give me that veuve Clico. Yeah. But
1: what do you like for champagne?
0: So, my favorite champagnes are gonna be like grower producer. So, yeah. Jacques Selosse is probably my favorite, he's like this amazing artist in champagne who is literally one with the land and the grapes. His mm. team of winemakers they have a one hour like free your mind discussion before they go to work and then a 15 minute debrief. It's just the whole way he's approaching life and making wine. Yeah. So it's people like that. I just did a seminar with him and heard him speak and he was like, you know, until people get older, they don't actually know themselves. They so don't true. know their true identity. So true. And so, wrinkles and everything have to come for you to really understand yeah. who you are. Yeah. But that so many people try and like hide from it.
1: Yeah, that's beautiful. I, know, I need I love to that try guy. that
0: champagne. Oh my God, so many more. Um, Vuette sorbet. But these are all like, it's families. Yeah. And they
1: all do it themselves instead of selling out to the big houses. Yeah. Okay. I need to get a list from you because I, I really don't actually know that much about champagne at all, apart from that I love it, and I drink it, I would say, three times a week. Same. So I need to get I need to get more informed about that. The
0: best is Brut Nature because yeah. no sugar added. No sugar
1: added, yeah. It is what
0: it is. This wine is great. It's really, Pino really good. Pinot Noir from Burgundy. Literally anything from Burgundy. I feel like you could go anywhere that's food and wine related and tap into those. Like, you have that vibe. Like I, I love it. Like, you could go to Burgundy and, like, reveal, like, crazy shit about Burgundy. I don't know. It's a really good synergy. I've
1: been to Champagne, and it's an amazing trip. To go in the caves and see how they make it is really one of the coolest. It's such a good It's vibe. such a good trip and so cool. And I did that when I was, like, 12, and I remember drinking a lot of Champagne there. So. <laughs> my haters. Yes, like, cheers I have to- always loved the bottle. You don't really have haters, though. I do, but it comes with the territory. You're not going to be like, for you, everybody. Si- you know, you sign up when you sign up for. I didn't know, but I know now. Does it edit like what you'll share with people? Do you keep some stuff like. I keep some stuff, but yeah. you know, it's really been an interesting time to to kind of become internet famous because it's like I, I'm 32 now. And I'm like, to your point before, I know myself a lot better now. I'm glad that I'm this age because I'm like. Yeah, sometimes shit stings, but I am who I am, and and I'm not gonna let a couple of bitter, nasties like no. dampen what I like to do. Yeah, you know. And they're always like, "You drink too much wine, blah. blah. And I'm like, "This is my life, and I'm gonna yeah. do what I please." And so judgy. I hope everybody does what they want and makes themselves happy and stresses out less.
0: Yeah. We were talking about that earlier today. Why do people stress out so much? Yeah. About small shit. It's like you can't no you really can't no can't overthink it alright this wine is divine you're amazing thank you for having me I mm-hmm. am so thrilled I'm gonna wrap you wanna do a little right now rapid fire question I love a
1: rapid fire
0: fuck yeah let's do a rapid fire alright here we go this is an easy one white or red red light or full oh orange or rosé orange fill in the blank fried chicken plus tenders yeah I love a tender. Yeah. A good call. What's this Raising Cane's? I've never had it. People are obsessed like, with it. Like literally, do I have to drive to no, one to try it? I don't All right. think so.
1: Truffles or caviar? Caviar. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not a truffle girly. Really not. Okay, current drink order. So hard, so many. Mm-hmm. Either a glass of chilled Nebbiolo or a Chopin martini vermouth rinse with a twist. Super cold. That's very classic. So good. It's like what's the bar
0: in London? Dukes. Duke's. Yeah. yeah, I've
1: been so many times with the cart. You know that it's illegal for the, them to sell you more than two of those specific martinis. They're so strong. Yeah, you know who persuaded them to sell her three and then didn't remember <laughs> literally the next twelve hours of her life. No way. It was great. I was home for Thanksgiving a couple of years ago, and I was like, I was like, listen, I'm from America. I can handle my <laughs> liquor. You give me three. They were like, Mom, we can't. We really, really can't do that. And I was like. Give me a third martini. I'm like, find pictures on my phone of like me at a club alone. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like oh, my God. You got duked, man. Those <laughs> martinis are they're they have massive. Every, it's like, they're a, so it's like a British Long Island iced tea because uh, it's like gin, verm- like vodka. I'm like, there's so much going on in there. It's a special. I will always go back when I'm there so for good. sure.
0: Oh. oh, my God. Tinks, Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You're so, wonderful. So wonderful. You're fantastic. wonderful. Yay. Thanks. Cheers. Cheers. Yay. Oh, obsessed with her. She's so wonderful, so real, so lovely. I really just have a lot of respect for her as a human. Such a pleasure to talk wine. And her hot tips for entertaining are so good. If you want to get some of those champagne recommendations I was saying, I'd send her. I will include some in the show notes that I'm really into right now. But also, you could reference our History of Champagne episode which we dropped right before New Year's Eve. Anyway, for more info on what I'm up to, you can follow on Instagram at Helen's Wines. You can always go to helenswines.com if you need any gifts, want to join our wine club, or if you want to see anything related to the podcast, including recipes we've talked about, suggestions we've made, any little 101 deets. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening. Bye. We'll be right back. back.